welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, Two Rivers Ford has pro- providing you exceptional service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action. A little more about the NFL that I'll tell you about in just a moment. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress or don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team will provide to you. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, who presents the Brymac Bounce Back, but also make sure that you get satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, as we go to halftime of Thursday Night Football, we're going to talk about the two coordinators between Todd Downing and Shane Bowen and what they had to say at the podium earlier today. We'll talk about offensive and defensive matchups that favor Tennessee and how they can look to rebound after just a dismal performance at home against Arizona. They head west. They head to the most hostile environment, arguably, in all of the NFL. I'm excited to see the Seahawks Stadium for myself. I've never been to Seattle. I've never seen the stadium itself. I'm excited to see a game played there. It's uh, the latest on my stadium bucket list. So I'll be doing primetime out there Sunday night and the radio show on Monday. So the question becomes, let's start with the offense, and then we'll talk about what Shane Bowen had to say. The question that I want to start with, your two rivers Ford take, what matchup favors the Titans against the Seahawks on offense? Let me know on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll discuss it at length together right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the built-for-you program, meaning if you go and pay them a visit in Mount Juliet and you don't find the vehicle that you want on the lot, you can custom order it yourself, any model, any color, any accessories, and Two Rivers Ford will deliver it right to your door. It's one of the many things that make them the best car dealership around. Two Rivers Ford has the non-commissioned sales staff as well that puts no pressure on you. Throughout the course of the car buying experience, they're there to serve, and they will do so at your leisure. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what matchup favors the Titans on offense against Seattle? Shane Bowen uh, can't make adjustments, says James Reed. We'll talk about Bowen momentarily. But James says of Todd Downing that he's too predictable. Everyone knows we are running on first down. And now, behind the sticks, bum OC. But here's the thing, James, and and Greg Cosell and myself on our podcast that we do every Wednesday, it's called The Install. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever it is you get your podcast. The Install with Greg Cosell and myself. Uh, And Greg and I talked about this. Greg pointed out, listen, they tried to play Titans football on Sunday. And individually, up front, they just got their asses kicked. So what Todd Downing did is what in principle and in theory Arthur Smith has made a career out of doing, which is start the Titans offense with the running game. Based off the running game, you create your run action passing and your play action passing. You can implement the boots and get the quarterback out on the move. You can uh, 
distract the defense with the running back that attracts all of the attention. But if you get beat up front and your run game suffers because of it, then you have nothing to show for it. And so while I don't necessarily disagree that they stuck with it longer than they probably should have, it works. Everybody loves it when it works well. But when it doesn't, the GOAT, and not in a good way, is the play caller. Except for, in this instance, the Titans did what they do every other time when we see them get out on a football field, at least with Derrick Henry on their roster. Except this time, they just got beat. And that's concerning when you talk about what it is the Titans want to do. Uh, First play should have been a play-action shot to Julio Simple, says Josh Medina. I agree that there were degrees of predictability, but I will say to you that the offense, um, it needs to start with the offensive line. Where, what matchup on the field favors the Titans' offense? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. James Reed says, matchup is our tight end against linebackers. Off play action, I would strongly, strongly disagree with that notion. I think that is a terrible matchup, James. In fact, I think that may be the worst possible matchup on the field. Are you saying that even even as he gets older, are you saying that Anthony Ferkser is advantageous against Bobby Wagner? Sir, I would strongly disagree with that. I don't know if you watch the Colts and the Seahawks. I went back and watched the condensed version on Game Pass the, uh, you know, it's funny when you go back and look at the condensed version, you realize a three hour and 30 minute game is only 30, about 33 minutes of real live football action. Um, but yeah, the, the idea that Bobby Wagner uh, versus Anthony Ferkser would be advantage Titans. I think that is completely and totally insane, James. So I would, uh, I would ask you to reevaluate your particular matchup. I think that's nuts. Uh, offensive line has to get it going for Ryan to throw to the wide receiver, says Stacey. Listen, the offensive line was a problem. Um, Josh Medina on Twitter says Seahawks corners versus AJ Brown and hopefully a rebounding Julio Jones. Scott, Scotty Petty simply says they weren't prepared at all. It didn't feel like it, did it? And it felt like they looked just really out of sorts. Um, it's not, I don't know, like, cause I, I talk, I feel like I talked about it quite a bit. I I feel like I talked about how the offense is probably going to look tough out of the gate. And I don't know if I just, you know, if, if people didn't believe me or, and really even I didn't believe that it would look as bad as it did on Sunday against the Cardinals, but it was, it was atrocious. Um, they can't, uh, Chris Frazier says they can't match up. We're going to run it every play. I, I don't know that Chris, but I would hope that you find some creative ways to get to your play action passing early because the Titans only had play action passes on 5% of their offensive snaps against the Cardinals. They, on a regular basis, regularly averaged 59% of their offensive snaps using play action last year. And only 5% of the time on Sunday did they use their play action pass. Uh, AJ was really cagey when Paul asked him what went wrong. Yeah, I saw AJ uh, I saw AJ get on Twitter and call Kaharski and, and Hutton and Chad uh, he called them the three clowns. In fact, I, I'll read the tweet because I had it sent to me by a couple of different people with the organization, a couple of different players as well. He, AJ says, look, you three clowns. Yes, I called you a clown because y'all have a lot to say and never played a sport in your life, but knows everything somehow. I do not tweet about my job or my team. You can be negative. That's fine, but stop trying to make something out of my tweets. So <laughs> AJ Brown is a, uh, 
has dubbed our friends at Outkicks 360 clowns. And it's not the first time that he's gone at Paul in particular. This just happened to include the entirety of the group. So AJ Brown letting his thoughts be known on social media. <laughs> uh, Mitch L2 says, clearly saw a shootout coming. and They kept running into eight-man boxes. And the crazy thing is, Mitch, Cosell and I talked about this. The Titans had so much better success running out of 11 personnel when they had the three wide receivers on the field because there was the threat that they would throw, and it lightened up the box for Derrick Henry. Instead, they came out 12 personnel, two tight end sets, and Arizona knew exactly what they were going to do, and they were able to stop it because they beat the Titans' offensive line across the board, not just Lawan. They handled them pretty uh, pretty savvily. Um, so the question becomes, what matchup favors the Tennessee Titans on offense? Now, it took me a minute to kind of figure out where the best advantage lay, but I'll tell you here in just a second, and you'll hear from one of the parties who will be involved momentarily and somebody who has been quite active on Twitter. Uh, Ben Hall says the whole you never played football retort retort is so tired. And yeah, it is Ben. And they, uh, you know, I'm, I know Chad played high school basketball. I don't know what the athletic careers of Kaharski and Hutton were like and how much further it went beyond high school. But what I'll say is that, you know, AJ, they should probably have asked AJ what his tweet was about, and instead they inferred what his tweet was about. Now the retort is an old and a tired one, and it's not necessarily true because I'm sure all three of them had. I know Kaharski's into soccer, and I know that, uh, and I know that Chad is. Uh, I think Chad still plays YMCA uh, basketball. But anyway, you know the the point stands that they ran with a tweet that I don't think they necessarily had the context for, and so AJ lit him up about it. Uh, it happens. I've done it too. Um, did you see Mark Mariani's breakdown of all the first down runs, says Brent? No, but I did, I did have it sent to me. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I heard I heard that uh, I heard that Mark did a really good analysis of the first down runs and the fact that they were only able to through a first through the first quarter with all of the first down runs, they were only able to garner negative two rushing yards. So putting Derrick Henry in unfavorable positions. What and what matchup favors the offense? I'll tell you momentarily, right after I tell you, about DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook. And using the promo code A to Z Sports, you can get in on all the Week 2 action. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL at DraftKings Sportsbook. And because of that, you can bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2ZSports to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code A2ZSports to get $200 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, what advantage do the Titans have on offense? Um, gotta be our wide receivers versus their DB, says Kendrick. You know what? Kendrick, you're spot on. And I think A.J. Brown and Julio Jones have the opportunity to have a big day. I'm excited for the, I'm excited for the matchup. Uh, of course, we push each other in college. 
you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm just looking forward to the game. What did, uh, what did you and Julio kind of talk about since the game eight day and kind of going over what happened and what you think you guys can do better? What? Um, to be honest, we can just we control what we can control. Um, we can't worry about all those stuff. We can just focus on ourselves. So, you know, just being clean, clean up, clean the routes, everything. You know, cleaning up the little small things, the little details. So, yeah. What might be an example of, of like cleaning something up? Um, like I said, routes, details, uh, etc. So. So AJ Brown is the favorable matchup. I think Julio Jones, if he gets his uh, his shit together, basically, in uh, in not so many words. He can have a uh, a good game too. They do not. They have a strong front seven in Seattle. They're young. They feature, you know, a volunteer, a second round pick, in, in Daryl Taylor coming off the edge, who gave Braden Smith, who is a very well paid young right tackle in the NFL right now, gave Braden Smith the absolute business on Sunday when the Seahawks traveled to Indianapolis. So it will be not a favorable matchup to do what it is that the Titans want to do because it's the exact same thing that Indianapolis wants to do, except Indy doesn't have Derrick Henry. So give Derrick Henry the opportunity to have success. Don't run into loaded boxes. Don't come out with two tight end sets. Come out in three wide receiver sets and run the ball from 11 personnel. Spread the defense out. Give your running back the chance to gain momentum, and you will have greater success as a result. They're a lot smarter about football than I am. They understand this too, and they understand the teams have figured them out. And the best part about the Titans is for a while, we all figured them out. Everybody knew that the ball was going to Derrick Henry, except now teams are prepared to stop it. And stop it, they did uh, on Sunday. Seattle will be able to do the same thing if they do not adapt what it is that they want to do. What offensive matchup favors the Tennessee Titans at this point? Uh, Chris Frazier says that's too hard for the Titans to figure out. They're not smart, Buck. Well, we will see just how smart they are and if they're able to make the necessary adjustments this week in Seattle. So let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Just as we've talked about the offense, what matchup favors the defense? Now, this may be the harder question to answer because the uh, Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks on offense are really, really strong. Naturally, they have an eight-time Pro Bowl quarterback, Russell Wilson looked great. He's got a new offense that really makes him a hugely efficient passer. What matchup favors the Titans against the Seahawks on defense? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will talk about it at length here on A to Z Sports Primetime right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. The official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans is the Ashton team. Go to GaryAshton.com today and find out how you can sell for more with the the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Win the buyer battle there at GaryAshton.com. So the second half has uh, resumed with Washington and New York, so we'll get get back to that here in just a second. But I want to talk about what matchup favors the Titans on the defensive side of the ball against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks offense. They were incredibly efficient. They have a new play caller who's an assistant coach, uh, who was an assistant coach with the Los Angeles Rams. He has incorporated some of those concepts. Russell Wilson threw four touchdowns as a result. He looked comfortable. He looked in sync. He looked to play in the scheme and not really outside with outside of 
structure with these chaotic plays that we've seen from Russell Wilson the past couple of years because his protection sucks. They've made it better on the offensive line by the scheme that they run, and as a result, better on Russell Wilson. So what matchup favors the Titans on defense? Well, this one's difficult to say. What I would say to you is I don't know that they have a matchup that they uh, – <laughs> I don't know that they have a matchup that favors them. What I do know is that their coaching cannot be to their detriment because we saw a couple times where some familiar play calls from 2020 popped up and Shane Bowen in his defensive debut allowed the Arizona Cardinals to give up or to go for 6.2 yards per play and average 3.17 points per drive, which is not something that can happen against Russell. The second five touchdown to Hopkins. That seems like the kind of play we've been talking about all preseason. You sent six. Every DB is behind sticks and off. Fires eight yards away from Hopkins when he touches the ball. That's the kind of play you said. You're going to challenge, you're going to challenge, you're going to challenge. And everybody was off. Yeah, that was the uh, the empty one, right, in the high red? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, when we game plan and we try to do some things, especially in regards to some of the empty formations, like, it's a fine line between do you show your hand or do you try to disguise with some other things we've been playing the empty throughout the game, right? Um, ideally, when you blitz zero, you want to be able to be tight. Hopefully, if they throw that one, we can come up and get it on the ground, right? But I think there's a fine line between always being there and showing your hand and then having the ability to also kind of complement that look and do some different things, right? And I mean, second and five, I think that's a lot different than third and five, in my opinion, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think as it relates to the call, too. Does that make sense, Paul? Um, but it was one of those scenarios. We were off. We weren't really up in the line of scrimmage. We weren't really showing blitz zero out the jump, right? And then they ended up side adjusting, made a, made a quick throw. We didn't get our hands up, and then we missed the tackle. So we broke down that very play that Shane Bowen is describing because they ran the exact same play last year against Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh scored a touchdown off of it just as DeAndre Hopkins did on his second touchdown. And this is a clip that we played for you guys yesterday from yesterday's episode of the install with Greg Cosell. So that was Shane Bowen's answer, and Buckethead says he doesn't trust him at all. I understand why you wouldn't at this point because you're seeing some of those same tendencies pop up, and then lead to scoring plays. Those are the kinds of corrections that you would have expected them to make. It's not something that teams are It's not something that teams are unprepared for because they recognize those same tendencies from the film a year ago. Cliff Kingsbury took advantage of it. You're damn sure that Russell Wilson will too. They, the problem with the Titans is on defense, they think they're a hell of a lot slicker than they actually are. And if Carr... If Kyler Murray is able to expose them that way, then what the hell is Russell Wilson going to do? As far as the defensive matchups are concerned, I don't think there is a matchup on defense that favors the Titans. And I believe that their coaching staff has to put them in a much better position because as Greg Cosell, and we played this clip for you yesterday, but I want people to understand what Bowen's response was to and what Greg thought of those kinds of concepts talking to coaches that he works with to put together his NFL matchup show because he didn't get it either and what what does the Titans defense leave themselves vulnerable to in those zero blitz concepts well on that particular play they the um it was actually empty they they went to empty 
uh, with Hopkins was in the inside slot to the twin side of the field, the two receiver side of the field, the boundary side. And Edmonds, the, the running back, was outside of him. Um, and what happened is it, it, it's see, it, it's it's an interesting defensive concept that a number of teams use. It's not pure, pure man because you would not have Bayard match up to Hopkins if it was pure man. Yeah, You'd have a corner match up to Hopkins, but the corner bounced outside when Edmonds uh, was, was outside of, of Hopkins. So it, it, it's, it's kind of a, a matchup off coverage, but it's not pure man. Now, there is no post safety in the middle of the field, so therefore it has a zero feel to it. I've talked about this with with a guy that that I've worked with for years on the matchup show, who's a former coach and scout, and we struggle with actually whether you want to call that zero man because it's it's off coverage. It's not pure man the way a lot of teams play zero. Um, yet they did rush six, so therefore there's only five defenders to to match up to the five receivers. But if it was true true man. I do not believe they would have had Kevin Byard in their nickel playing uh, on, on Hopkins man-to-man. So that's Greg breaking down that blitz concept and saying, yeah, we don't, you don't necessarily understand why they would, uh, why they would run those in certain situations. Uh, Robert White Stewart says there, this appears to show the drop-off between Pease and Bowen. It's just a massive drop-off. Yeah. Situationally. Bowen hasn't been good uh, because his, again, Kyler Murray figured him out and Cliff Kingsbury figured him out quite quickly. And nobody is claiming that Cliff Kingsbury is any kind of uh, coaching mastermind. He just recognized the same exact play on film and threw a touchdown against it, just as the Steelers did. Uh, Bowen is full of it, is what I just heard from Greg Cosell. Yeah, you know, Greg... (laughs) Greg puts it in a lot more polite terms than most of us do, but... It certainly does feel that way, doesn't it? So let's talk about the Brimac Bounce Back Candidate of the Week, and then we'll get you guys back to Thursday Night Football to enjoy for yourselves. Who needs to bounce back over the weekend? I am sure we're going to see plenty of nominees for the Titans. But if the if you are going to say the Titans, then give me one element of the Titans that you need to see them bounce back, because I think there is a lot there that can be picked apart and be discussed with a little greater length. While you guys do that, I'll tell you about Brimac Mechanical who presents this feature each and every Thursday, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. They will help you bounce back if you are not in your comfort zone. You can get in your comfort zone with satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. All you have to do is type in B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. They have three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky to make sure that they can reach you with their quality customer service, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac mechanical so what who needs to bounce back in sports this week let me know on facebook youtube twitter and twitch we'll put a bow on this evening's show and this week of primetime shows just a fan one one two two on twitter says protection run and pass offensive line and tight ends donald bell says o-line to anybody interviewing schwartz on his thoughts on sunday's Defensive performance, says C.W. Kang. No, uh, Jim Schwartz is not made available to us. They do not allow him to do, well, they don't let assistance, like defensive assistance, the way that Jim Schwartz is, do media. It's the position coaches 
and it's the coordinators. It's not somebody like Jim Schwartz, and we're not talking to like you know Matt Edwards, who's a special teams assistant, right? Jim Schwartz meets that is in that category, so does not uh, he is not made available to the media. I would love to talk to Jim Schwartz about a great many things, but again, uh, he is not available for comment because the uh, because the uh, because the franchise uh, has him in a position where he doesn't have to talk to the media. Uh, Moj Khan Hugo says defense as a unit needs to bounce back. Both the Vols and the Titans says Stacy Wills. Well, that ought to be easy for the Vols because they play Tennessee Tech. On Saturday, uh, I will say bounce back candidate is Bubba Watson, says Lewis Chesney. Lewis uh, is still paying attention to NASCAR, even though it's football season. That is admirable. Uh, what I will say to you is that the Taylor Lewan is the face of it, and Taylor Lewan is the one who will be commenting on it more than anybody because that's what Taylor does. But the Titans offensive line as a unit needs to bounce back, and, uh, you know, as a part of that, so does Taylor. I don't know how much of a factor it was. Um, you know, I think I put too much in the game. I got too excited. I... Uh kind of maybe like got a little over excited before the game and when the game came I felt drained and legs felt heavy and had more anxiety I was more worried about messing up than I was um, being better you know like or, hel- or helping the team and you know I think um, I was trying to compensate in a certain couple of ways for my knee and you know that's that's uh I've, I've spent a long time in this this league and have had a lot of success and uh, through those things, like year two with Whitney Merciless had, having a similar game, um, it's just it's it's something that I have to overcome and work through. And I, I plan on doing those things. So, you know, it's not easy. The tough 24 hours, but you got to get over it and move on and uh, hopefully play better next week. So that's Taylor Lewan. Now he has one of those a season, it feels like, where he has to have a moment of account- accountability. And, and to his credit, he often plays well on the other side of that. Now that remains to be seen because it's the first time he's coming off a torn ACL and clearly doesn't trust his knee. Uh, Chris Sharp says, don't tell me, show me. Mitch L2 on Twitter is giving the three of the world's tiniest violins. Um, why He clearly isn't ready. Where is Dennis Kelly? Anybody? Well, Dennis Kelly is in Green Bay. Um, he owned up to it. I think he will bounce back along with the unit. Well, they all need to because they all sucked on Sunday. And without the offensive line, this Titans offense is pretty well damned. Uh, it's entirely possible that they go, I, I fully expect them, to be honest with you, uh, to go down 0-2 to Seattle. I think that they're too talented to look as badly as they did on Sunday against Arizona. I just think that this does not, uh, this this team is not showing signs of being ready to compete at the level that they're going to need to compete at to beat a team like Seattle and a quarterback like Russell Wilson. That's going to do it for us tonight on this week of primetime shows. The next time that we see each other, I will be in the press box in Seattle after the Titans play the Seahawks, and we will have full reaction to the game then. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your evening or what remains of it and what remains of Thursday night football, and I will talk to you on Sunday night. Radio tomorrow, uh, Dave McGinnis will have a full breakdown of the Titans and the Seahawks, and also uh, we will have our buddy John Reed of Fox Sports Knoxville, because every Friday we get talked into another week of Tennessee football by King John Reed. We'll see you then.